You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Well, I want to thank you for joining me for another fun week together of pursuing God. Uh, I don't know about you, but I have really needed the reminders in my own life this week of how to be transformed by the Bible, how to be transformed by God's work. Because just like you, I can get distracted. I can binge watch Netflix. I can ignore the one true source that points me to faith in life. Now, if I want to be transformed by God's word, what have we learned Monday through Thursday this week? I must receive it humbly with my ears. I read it like looking in a mirror with my eyes. I research it with my hands, taking notes and mouth, discussing it with others. I review and remember it in my mind. I just meditate on it over and over. Now, here's one final thought, the thought for the day. I must respond to it with my action. James 1.22 says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. It's just kind of a Nike deal. Just do it. Do not merely listen to the word. Do what it says. I did a little study on that word listen sometimes, and it's the word we get our English word for audit from. Have you ever audited a college class or something? What does it mean when you audit a class? You just show up, you sit in, you listen to the professor, you don't take it for credit, you don't take the test, you don't have to do any of the homework if you don't want to, you don't really apply it to your life, you just audit, you just sort of listen in. And James is saying here, don't merely audit God's word, but do what it says, do the assignment, apply it to your life. You can study a book carefully and never be changed by it. For instance, let's say a friend of mine is concerned about my health. So so a friend gives me a book called Bodybuilding for Dummies. Two months later, they ask me, how's it going? And I say, oh, that's a great book. I have read every line of it. In fact, it is so good that every morning I get up and I just begin my day by reading little pieces of it. I've highlighted some portions of it with a yellow marker. I've even committed chunks of it to memory. I believe every word of it. In fact, every Tuesday night, I'm now meeting with a small group and we talk about this book over dessert, ice cream, and frappuccinos. And my friend says, No, Gene, I want to know, are you doing it? Are you doing what the book says? Are you lifting weights? Are you exercising, eating right? Are you actually being transformed by what it says? You see, I can agree with the book. I can believe it's true. I can study it, memorize it, discuss it, but not do anything about it. I merely listen to the word of bodybuilding. And if I think that gives me a Mr. Universe kind of body, I deceive myself. Now, I've known many followers of Jesus who are at church all the time, and man, they've got Bibles that are marked up. They can talk about it with friends. They're in Bible studies, but their Bible has done little to mark them. It can happen to pastors like me. It can happen to small group leaders, highly engaged change makers. We we just audit the Bible. So whenever I preach or teach from God's Word, I'm always praying, God, you say your Word is sharper than a double-edged sword, and so I pray not only that it cuts people's hearts today, but God, first cut mine. Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. This is how we get transformed by the Bible. You receive it with your ears humbly. You read it with your eyes. You research it with your hands and your mouth discussing it. You review and remember, meditate on it with your mind. And finally, you respond to it with your actions. You just do it. 
So why wouldn't you spend more time being transformed by the Bible? This book has changed my life. It can change yours. I love this book. This led, book led me to a life-changing relationship with Jesus as the forgiver and leader of my life. This book is teaching me how to be a husband, a father, a grandfather. It teaches me how to handle my money, how to reconcile bruised relationships. This book has comforted me in heartbreak, strengthened me in times of weakness, confronted me when I was messing up. This book has given me perspective on my past, wisdom for the present, hope for the future, and this book describes the incredible place where I'm going to spend eternity. And my question to you today is, what are you going to do with this book? I've been a pastor for nearly 40 years now, and you know one thing I've never heard anybody say in that time? I've never heard anybody say a single time, I made the decision to build my life on the wisdom of this book, and and now I realize it was a terrible decision. On the contrary, I've heard people say one of the greatest decisions I've ever made is to follow the wisdom of this book. I have lots of regrets when I haven't, but I have nothing but gratitude for the times that I have. God, I pray now as we've learned to kind of access your word through our eyes, our ears, our mind, our thoughts this week, that now we would also not just be hearers of your word, not merely listen to it, but do it. To do it also. May we be convicted where we need to put our faith into action. Thank you for this incredible book. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever that's unchanging. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, why don't you invite somebody and join us at an Eastside campus this weekend?